Hello, welcome to another Toronto Ultra American Maven podcast episode. Welcome to the retirement home. Uh, it's going to be a bunch of old folks uh, chatting the shit here for an hour or so. Uh, Samuel LaRue, uh, already been on an episode. It was a banger. It's awesome to have you back on. Uh, obviously, with the recent news, we thought it uh, made a lot of sense. First off, how you doing? My first stop on the media tour after retirement. You guys were number one. Oh, let's go. <laughs> hey, you're the first person to have two appearances as well. So let's go. This is Fuck a special yeah. episode. This is a very special episode, but we appreciate you horny. hanging out with us today. Oh, Clint's already horny. We're 35 seconds in and Clint's already horny. <laughs> He's horny every day, all the time. Fuck you this. guys aren't wrong. You're doing great though. <laughs> okay. uh, so wait, so we, we're that's just like first. I mean, I want to dive into stuff, obviously, but like you, you recently moved and stuff, right? Like you're getting your life shit handled quick. Yeah. Um, four days after champs, I drove from California to Virginia. It's a 37 hour drive. I did it in three days. Um, <laughs> How long of a drive? 30, 37. 37. Three days. Yeah. I did 12, 12, and then like 15 in that area, 14. But um, yeah, no, I've been, I've been dead set on retiring for, for a while now. So I had, once champs was over, I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I filmed you- my, uh, I filmed my retirement video, said bye to everybody. And that was that. Shake well, their hands. All right, I'll see you later. I'll pop it yeah, in the car. Uh, see you guys. Thanks yeah. for hanging out. Uh, I, I don't want to like assume that everyone maybe watching this is seeing like your your video. So just like real high level, we're gonna get into you know kind of not the aftermath, but you know kind of the post stuff and chat through a lot of shit. But just like high level, why was now the time for you to call it? Yeah. Um. Well, I think it was a. I don't think there was like one event that really like caused everything. I think it was just a a culmination of a lot of things. Um. I don't want to shit talk the game, but the games aren't getting better for, for one. Um, oh, you I can do that. That's just, fine. Okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm not, I don't find myself enjoying the games as much as nearly as much as I used to. And um, once I stopped enjoying them, it became more of a job than like a passion of mine. Um, obviously I love competing and, and I love being on stage with, with my friends and it was like, Joe, you played, it was the time of your life. But um, it became a point where I showed up every day to scrims, just not excited about it. Even if like, I still loved competing, like the actual, the weekends, online matches, going to events. I fucking loved it. That passion never left, but the day to day just became like monotonous, just getting better, showing up, playing COD eight hours a day. And then on top of that, I was making myself stream for the past like two years. Cause obviously I was thinking about retiring. So I needed to start to be somewhat consistent in that way. Cause I was going to go make content. So not only am I scrimming eight hours a day, I'm coming home and streaming another four and then I have to sleep. So at this point, I'm just I'm just grinding myself to the bone. Um, so that was the last like two years or so. Uh, it's just the day to day got super monotonous. I had some personal stuff happen um, with my family that I just like couldn't be there for because I'm fucking living in California and I couldn't go home. And there's a bunch of stuff there that uh, was definitely a factor in that that I got into in the video a little bit. Um, but it's just a, pretty much just a combination of of all of those things. And I didn't want to keep playing even if i didn't enjoy it just to collect a check because i think that is just very unfair to my team um if i'm showing up every day not going 100 because i'm just not enjoying myself and i'm playing with these guys like i have three teammates that are going to depend on me every day and even if i'm playing well which is like the caveat that a lot of people i think go towards is like oh you had one of your best seasons you've ever had but it's like i fucking hated it i don't care if i'm good like if i'm not (laughs) if i'm not enjoying myself then like i'm not gonna do it because it's unfair to the guys that i'm playing with every day you know spending all this time with um if they're as committed as i should be and i'm just showing up going through the motions essentially um i didn't want to be that guy so i called it because that was just like i said just pretty much a culmination of of all of that i i am curious we're not we're not really to dive into if you guys haven't seen the first episode with sam uh we'll put that in the description we go through his career all his stuff but 
one thing we touched on was last year, like during Vanguard, you kind of, it felt like you had sort of this, you said you were playing eights a lot more, like you were grinding. Like it felt like yep. champs, maybe because you knew it was. I too, actually. I was playing a fuck ton of COD this year. Well, that's what I was going to say. I guess yep. because winning champs, did that sort of just relieve a lot of that? Obviously, yeah. you want to keep winning, but was it sort of like, okay, I did it? Like, yeah. I'm not done, but you know, if I go out, I'll, the rest is go just out. like luxury at this point. Yes, yeah, yeah I did, I did, um, I did what I wanted to do. I want a ring type thing. It wasn't the first thought. The first thought was just like, damn, it's been. You know, I've competing for eight years and I've never won it. Um, I was just excited so crazy. for for Matt and you know, so everyone on Hunter T. Um, mm. that was my first thought, and then after that, when I like started to when the off season kicked in a little bit, and I was thinking about playing next year because obviously I have to because I just won champs. Um, right. it's like I got a little bit into the season and I was like, wow, I'm just really not where I need to be mentally. And I obviously like went through, I'm not going to sit here and play. Like I'm not suffering playing fucking COD every day. Like <laughs> it's just uh, when you're, when you're competing at a high level, regardless of what you're doing, whether it's video games or anything in life, if you're not there 100%, you shouldn't be there at all. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I kind of had that mentality after champs because that was the thing that I was playing for at that point. Like I left Seattle willing just just had to win champs because i was coming off of the dark days of my career rejoining lat the stars were aligning i had the roster i wanted um so winning champs that year kind of just like brought everything together for my career and then after that i think that i was not content but i was just like i've checked every box like this is the things or these are the things that i wanted to do when i started competing and now they're done so once it kind of aligned with me not enjoying the game as much um, because I think I still would like if we had a try our title and things were were looking good for COD. I don't think I would have retired. Um, but there's just a lot of a lot of factors that went into it for sure. Well, I know you didn't want to sound like tone deaf when you were like you don't want to sound like you're suffering playing COD. Yeah. But like I, I yeah, think yeah. everyone views it as like this perfect job. The same with like pro athletes and stuff. You're making a ton of cash. You're you're going around playing games. Blah 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 blah. But like you talked about it in your video a bit. But like you are suffering a bit when it comes to like the personal life and the family side. Like like you yep. said, like you all you know is being a pro. You traveled around for eight years. Like you weren't able to be there for some major moments. Like that part of it, I know some might think it's tone deaf, but it's not, bro. Like you just couldn't enjoy some of that stuff or be yeah. there where you wanted to. Like that part's got to be tough. I mean, my entire adult life has been dedicated to COD. I mean, I've been playing since I was like sixteen or seventeen professionally. Um, so like literally eighteen to now twenty six. Like my entire adult life has been dedicated to just playing for twelve hours a day and traveling and just being like i've lived away from home for five years at this point um but yeah i mean i'm not gonna sit here and play like my little tiny fiddle bro people would kill to be in the position that i'm in um it's just like par for the course when you when you're competing as much as you are it could be an a it could be a professional sports it could be in fucking f1 it could be cod it could be paper mache like it literally doesn't matter if you're not 100 committed to your craft you're never going to do well you're never going to like be the person that you would want to be within that space so I had to sacrifice all of these things. And I'm not saying that like I wouldn't do it again because I would, but now I'm tired of sacrificing all those things and I would like to go home. So, um, Hey, we can speak to that. Maven. I, I mean, the, I mean, once we turn part time, I was like, dude, we have our summers. Like I, I that yeah. was the first time because I went from competing into casting and like, you're at yeah. the same thing. I'm at, we're at the events. Like it's been 11 years since I had a summer. I get to go on a summer vacation in dude, a couple I of weeks with my tell, family. I, tell you. I cannot tell you. <laughs> The last time I went on a summer vacation because champs is in August. <laughs> Correct. Like, yeah, I, I literally yeah. when we usually get the text, it's like, no, I can't make it. Or when we were working broadcast, there were weekends. People wanted to come down in the summer. It's like, no, you, nope. you can't go. Like, 
So, I mean, it's I think even, like at the high level, it's that stuff. Even at like the day to day, like doctor's appointments, I can't make those because I'm scrimming every day. Like, oh, I have yeah. like this random Tuesday off next week because like someone sketched like, all right, cool. I can go. <laughs> get, I can go get my checkup. Like, it's just it's, it's <laughs> the, the, the high level is like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to go on vacation because chance. But then like just the everyday stuff like I can't go to the store like cause this that I'm, I got a stream and it's just like having as much time even now i've been i've been retired retired for like five days but like it's just the mentality and just how i am my day-to-day i'm so much happier than i i have been in years to be honest it's awesome without oh. winning winning was great but yeah, like winning's, just winning's great. comparing comparing <laughs> the the average to where i am now is it's not even it's miles ahead oh that's amazing well i yeah i can fathom that it's been it's been spectacular but like were you I guess I'm just curious, like how surprised and like shocked were maybe like family members or teammates? Because I know a lot of like we were talking to Priesta and he was like, I didn't say I would come. Like we 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 didn't until we heard um, all the roster media stuff. Like, like no one's talking about these because they think we'll Sam's still on the roster. Yeah, we'll, get in, like, we'll get into that. The roster media <laughs> stuff was funny. Uh, we'll get into it and like why I did the announcement when I did and all that. But um, yeah, no players knew or saw it coming. So I I only told two people to start one of them was zuma i asked him super early i told him like major two of this year um because i was wow. asking for advice i was like dude i am shitting myself because i like at this point i'm committed like when i'm talking to tommy about retiring and doing all this like i was 100 percent committed to my decision um so i went to him i was asking for advice just like how it's been outside of competing because he retired pretty much out of the blue because of his injury he didn't want to do it um, so he got thrown into the deep end and I feel like he was the best person to go to, to see like how he's done since then. And obviously he's been incredible. Um, so I went to him for some advice and then obviously Seth, he knew, uh, he knew since major three, I had a conversation with him as well. Um, but I told both of them and then I told Ian and Ian or enable, I fucked up telling Ian because Ian <laughs> told cap and Shane, which we'll get into, but, um, so I told Seth and, uh, Seth and Tommy and I was just asking them for advice and, and they made me feel a little bit better about it. And then I went and told Ian and then we have these like post event, uh, basically post mortems of the event to like see what happened and personal performance, team wise, everything like that. We have these one on one calls. We have my normal one, and then at the very end, before I'm about to hang up, Cap goes, "So, <clears throat> you retiring?" <laughs> no, I I didn't give him a concrete answer at the time, but the answer at the time was yes, because I'm not just gonna sit here and like tell them, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went through the whole season, finished it out, and then I think they had known and i think they probably had let my teammates know that like this might be it because none of them were surprised when i had let everybody know so i think either my teammates kind of put two and two together from how i was just acting every day going into the office or um cap and shane had told them but i don't none of them were surprised but all of the player base and all the fans were like there's no fucking way for sure well not players no roster media you cannot trust enable with intel no intel for enable (laughs) (laughs) well i think it was just like uh I, I don't think there's like really a better way you could have done it. I mean, you would fuck people over if it was like a mid-season thing. Like you, you played yeah. the season out, you decide to retire. But I think it took, I don't know, some maturity and self-reflection to just kind of get it. Like, hey, it's not fair. Because I think like if this was, I don't know, pre-CDL, pre-CWL, like earlier days, if you weren't giving 100%, sort of whatever, you could go through the motions and get dubs. But I think we've all kind of come to terms with it's just too competitive now. And like, yeah, if you yeah. don't have that drive to be the best, like you're not fucking winning. It's not happening. Like it's, yeah. just, it's not. So I don't know. I mean, props to you to just kind of get that and be like, I don't want to be a fucking douche. Like, I, yeah, I kind of just, um, I, it's just unfair to my teammates, man. If I, if I was, I, I can't 
I can't show up every day and not give it a hundred percent if I'm going to play with three other guys. Um, but I it, like, I wasn't also showing up like not trying. I think that's like a thing that people are probably going to pull from this conversation is that I was just like showing up miserable every day, like not wanting to scrim. And that's not the case at all. Like I was still going a hundred percent and I was giving myself like ways to improve that were just things that I had never done in my career, which I think is the reason that the last like year and a half or so of like Vanguard and, and last season, I was like much more vocal. I was like shifting my play style a lot. I was doing things and taking myself out of my comfort zone as a way to like keep improving. Cause I could just show up every day. Like, my little goals. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I could, switch I could show up and like, just call like not call out and like go positive. You know what I mean? But instead I wanted to keep myself within the realm of competing and improving and, and not going through the motions and not falling into that trap of just like being miserable scrimming every day. Like I wanted to show up and be like, all right, today I'm going to try to get better at my comms thing. I'm going to help us like, on the IGL side, I'm just going to do all of these things to keep myself improving throughout these last two years, even if I know that this is my last season, to make sure that like I'm not being an asshole to my teammates. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure it'd just be easy to do that for many. It's like, I'm done after this. Fuck it. Collect my checks. I'm out of here. But I'm sure there's also some motivation like, you want to go out. I know it didn't maybe go out how you wanted it to, but try to go out on like a high note. Like, yeah. I don't know. know this is the end. I'm getting intel right now, guys. Holy shit. Oh, oh my god! I'm getting in all the intel right now. Getting it's probably from Enable, code. dude. They probably told Enable he's right. probably leaking it to you now. Hell no! I've dude, never told Enable oh, shit, bro. Yeah, because so it's very easy to be, like when you only tell a handful of people something, it's very easy to backtrack and figure out who said something. So I was like, yeah. okay, Cap and Shane know. What are the odds that Seth told them? Got to be zero. Tommy, yeah, zero. there's no way he talks to them. Ian, yeah, he definitely got hammered and said something. <laughs> yeah, probably. A piece of shit. Well, I want to talk about like, uh, I don't know, kind of the positive positives and negatives of like doing it like this, because most people I feel like. I don't know, it's like this slow death kind of like, leave me out of this, bro. Like, yeah. fuck off. like it, it's just the point get forced out instead of going out on your own. I, yeah, that that's something that I knew when I went pro that I would never do. I was never going to be like playing beyond the time that I. In, either enjoyed it or when I was just shit and just like getting forced into challengers and then slowly dwindling away. Like I was never going to do that. And I think it, like knowing this was my last year winning that last event major four, like actually made it so much worse. <laughs> like like, like it, it made it worse. <laughs> yeah. Cause we were, we were in an, in an Uber on the way to celebrate the win in LA and cap and I were just like bullshitting about me retiring. And he was like, so like, what are you what are you thinking like we just won the event like how like where's your head at i'm like i'm gonna be honest with you man it made it way worse like it's just trying to just like we're winning we're playing well if we had won champs then i'm like actually just in a don't even i'm in a mental haze at that point if we win again obviously i have to another play another year but um uh, winning athletes, and having, have, athletes have retired after winning i mean like winning yeah they ha- i mean super I mean, bowl like, or something like that, that yeah. I mean, that'd be a way to go out you'd be the first yeah, so but like a back-to-back champs win, blowing up crazy. exactly. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> no, back-to-back champs win and blowing up the roster just to retire. Like I don't know. I don't think I could do that. But winning and having success and like being good at the game is definitely things to like keep me like one foot in the door. But I was just so committed mentally to the decision that I don't think it would have mattered. Well, I, I mean, listen, because other- if you would have went back-to-back, then you would have played this game. Who knows? And then the year after that would have been the Treyarch title, and you're yeah, like, and then I'm, ah, then this I'm, might then be I'm the last in. one. Then I'm locked this might in have for three to be years. the last one. Yeah, then I'm locked in for three years. And I think the other positive is just like how your like your legacy is not tarnished in a way like everyone wants to remember you sort of at your peak. Like 
being yeah. a freak and not listen crim's probably not the best example this now he went through like challengers and collapsed and you know just literally was fighting like he kind of retired on his terms to some degree but like still like he went to the point where like newer viewers are like i'll see a comment like wait crim was good like you see that like they came out oh, like, the simp like, one, for simp- five, yeah, simp's first yeah. five years in crim's so, like a couple oh, of guys yeah, were like crim yeah. was that good i'm like jesus christ like he just he just got to a point he uh, played so long like some people just know or just remember like you know where he wasn't like at the peak at the end whereas you yeah. you know you were still dominating but I, I guess i feel like the negative to it for me would just be like the mental side of the what if like who would have maybe sent me an offer what if are gonna, like i could have been gonna suck. but i mean that's just something i just gotta like brush off i mean i could sit here and what if forever like what if i played another season and i got offered by phase like what if i played another season and we kept winning an lat like there's a million different things that it could have been but okay so what if phase would have offered you a, a contract that is the conversation that everyone keeps asking me and truthfully i don't know because i thought about it happening um mm-hmm. towards the tail end of the season when everyone was like oh they're just gonna go get octane like some like there's like a rumor started or because you actually like, get the objective and they need that so yeah yeah for two minutes no, of the hill <laughs> there was a, just like this narrative of me joining phase at the end of the season so i was like i was starting to give it some thought and after the that season was over simple, it'd be great yeah, that, to have no, some that's, on my that's, team that's fucking great um <laughs> but after the season was over i dm'd tyler out of just morbid curiosity and I was because he, he was talking to me about roster stuff and just like what he what what he should do and, and a bunch of different stuff about their team. He was getting my opinion on it. And he I was like, OK, so, you know, we finished the conversation. I'm like, so, like, would you guys offer me Did more of a curiosity? He's like, you were definitely an option. I'm like, Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I knew you had to be. I just it's just too logical. I mean, <laughs> I just don't know if it would have kept me playing because like being home was the number one thing for me, like being in Virginia, being around family and and getting out of LA um, was the number one thing. And there's not many situations within the CDL where not playing in the home market or not playing all in the same place is viable, let alone on a good team. And the exception is phase because like Chris um, flies back and forth from Jersey. He lives in Jersey during the weeks. Um, and I, I just don't know if that would be enough to keep me playing. Obviously the team would be insane. It's fucking the trio, but um, it would take some soul searching for sure. If they were to actually offer me a legitimate contract. It's still an option. No. No, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Well, I guess that kind of leads to, like, the next thing. Like, is this door firmly closed? Or it seems like there's still at least, like, a crack. A little um, bit. I've talked, to, I've talked about it at length on stream. The amount of events that would have to line up in order for me to come back would be almost, like, in, like 0.01%. Because I would, I would need the team to be good, first and foremost. It would have to be under an organization that I would like. They would have to let me play from home. The salary would have to be greater than or equal to whatever I'm doing in content at this random point in time that I get an offer. Um, there's just so many things that would have to go into it that I don't think like that many factors can happen in my favor for me to come back. I'm not going to say no, because like if FaZe comes to me, and they're like, we'll give you $500,000 to play with Simp and Abizi. You can play in Virginia. And that's that. I'm like, oh, all right, well, we'll think about it. <laughs> and like, the game would have to be not shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's just so yeah, many yeah. things that. So it's like still know. maybe kind of open, but yeah, just take door is ajar. Yeah. yeah. You, you think you like, I feel like the biggest thing people will miss is like the competing part. Like for me, like even when I still commentate, I'm like, these guys, like there's moments like the ego that I used to have, like I kind know. of comes back up. I'm like, that guy's an idiot. Right. Like 
I feel like talking to, you know, study, nameless, like, you know, Zuma, that sort of just never goes away. That competitive drive, it'll never leave you. I think there's ways to find other outlets, whether it's, I don't know, sports outside of it or, you know, simply just playing ranked or other games. Like, have you, do you think you'll miss it that much? Like when you're sitting in the stands watching or is it more just, I'm good? Because so you kind of have a different, I feel like you've, you're more relaxed and chill. Like we, we've talked yeah. about that. But. I have a couple points to, to that. Um, well, one is, you know, when you're, when you're competing, Joe, you don't want to see anyone win, right? Like you don't give a fuck no. who wins the event, but you, yes. like you sit there hating them. doesn't matter who. Yes. Yeah. So as soon you as we lost that. Yeah. 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 As soon as we lost, I retired. I did it backstage like, yo, not to make a bad situation worse. Um, so I let everyone know. And we went up to the box and I was sitting there and it was actually a night and day difference to say it out loud and like be retired, even though like, you know, whatever I, I, I put it out there. That was the last series that I'll play on stage, probably. And I, I went up there and I was watching COD and I'm like, I don't give a fuck who wins. And it felt great. I had drink in hand. That's honestly, I was, I, was watching, I was watching New York. I'm like, I retired literally 10 minutes ago and I came out here right now and I don't give a singular fuck who wins this series. I just hope it's a good one. And I was like, this is a wild mentality shift for me. Well, it, um, it is, thanks, it's, Ultra. It's, it's, it's taken me years to like dude, get to no, that point. It was lit, lights instant. Not even, I, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but it was. I think that means you made the right instant. decision. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely means. no, definitely did. Um, I mean, obviously, well, you had your friends and stuff, but like, yeah, I was happy in New York when I love all. Yeah, Joe, Joe Clutch is a 1v2 in Warzone, and like, I know this guy thinks he's hopping right in and gunning face. Dude, like, 100%. I keep getting coaching questions, and I'm like, if I I would lose my mind coaching, like, I I would probably get so tilted to the point where I would, like, I would rather pick up the controller or I would just like go brain dead, like, just watching a COD minimap all day. So, hats off to all the CDL coaches because I don't know how. Cap and Shane and, and anyone else just managed to do that because I would tweak. Chris definitely has gone slightly insane. Yeah, Cap too. Yeah. Cap too. Yeah, no, Cap Cap, well. yeah, yeah. But I don't. Shane's a little different. Be that it's tough to compare those resumes. But oh, he's yeah. a fucking yeah. dog. So. But, uh, <laughs> I forgot he's still a dog, right? <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, still, he's still, fucked. He's fucked forever. <laughs> um, but to answer your original question, um, I don't know what I'm gonna do to like scratch the competitive itch because that's what it always yeah. is right it's the the scrims and the day-to-day that drive people away like yeah. i think seth and zinni said it a lot this year like they they share the same sentiment they love being on stage they love competing i don't think as a competitor that will ever go away um so i'm just gonna have to find ways to like figure things out to to deal with it um but i could just i think i'm just gonna harp back to the fact that i know what it feels like to grind enough to be on that stage and win and just be like yeah i'm good for now like i'll turn the stream on <laughs> I'll turn the stream on. Yeah, and I guess like even like the day to day. I think the other part, like even when I think coaching, like as much as capping Crowder probably drives people crazy. I think the tough thing for me to find was like you, your teammates or your family. And I think Seth talked about this or talked about it a lot. Was that like the thing he probably missed the most is the camaraderie because you're literally yeah like your brothers going to war you, every day. Bro, but you like, are you're spending twelve to fifteen hours a day with these guys. Like they're your best friends, or that team's not working. Yeah, and it goes to that to zero, like instantly. Yeah. Like he just, it's just nothing. Now refine that again. Like luckily, we have really good streaming crew. I'm sure you'll have no problem doing the same. But it takes some time to like to find that sort of it could for a, a lot of people. So I think that's maybe why like some people are asking about coaching because it's very similar. But oh, yeah, man. and watching COD makes me nervous. Makes you I nervous? Like, 
Dude, I like I said I don't care who wins, but that doesn't mean that I'm not sitting there like shitting myself in like a 1v2. You know what I mean? Like Dude, it's worth watching. It's I don't worth know watching. what it is. It could be the most like random, insignificant like moment. And I'm sitting there just like, oh my fucking like I'm like going back and forth. And it's like in the game compared to how I feel. It's like I'm just super relaxed. Like I don't think about that really at all. Like I've never had like pressure get to me for the most part. Mm. In game compared to like watching, is it's 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 brain numbing like it's mind numbing like i don't know how i could i can't watch cod casually let alone cod when i am invested like if i'm coaching a team and i'm watching them in like a 1v2 situation i would actually shut myself backstage like i can't i can't watch cod it's tough yeah i've heard i've heard that before just being tougher to watch i, I think it's, a lot of people kind of get that it's the anxiety well for the, the coaches uh, and stuff oh yeah yeah you sort of said you know joe was talking about sort of the, the brotherhood and the friendship and stuff but like i think for you i know it's like a different Hold maybe but like just getting back with your family and stuff is going to i think patch that a bit right just being around family you yeah. haven't been able to for like five years just be able to see people yeah we had um we had like a huge cookout for july 4th and i was like there was, i called myself in a moment just like hanging out having a drink but it was like a very i don't even, i don't even know the word to to call it but i was just sitting there like holy shit this feels fucking fantastic like it's it's just like it's everything that i've ever cared about for the last like three years just like this feeling is what i have been looking for and it hit so much harder it was such a i don't know i don't even know the word for it but it was like actually cathartic in a way that's gonna be you soon clint as my neighbor it's gonna be you. I can't wait to, I, 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 I'm, I'm, oh, I'm gonna live like two blocks from him bro I'm gonna wait really yeah, yeah walking yeah, distance I, i'm trying to sell my oh house my and stuff God. Go process Finally. Right now and, and just move it it was either it was either I was thinking either LA, like with like Jack no. and Matt and Swiss and all that. Yes, it, it, that's what it came down to. I was like, I'm <laughs> literally not the same conversation. I'm not, I'm not living in LA again. I'm just not doing it. Um, and then, yeah, I just figured I, it's just been a while since I've lived. Like, I have a lot of, like, I know there's a lot of players here and like friends, but not like, I don't have like close friends that I want to like yeah. hang out with all the time and go sit down and chill. And exactly. I've got several there in Ohio. So I'm going to go uh, annoy that dickhead and raise his son. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have another child. I have two kids now. <laughs> So one's very big and large. One has more hair than the other, but they're younger. Yeah, yeah. it's close right now. Yeah, but yeah, you're not you're not wrong. Well, apparently mullets are coming back. Is what they he was are. telling me. They so are. I, See? Like, I can do. They I are. can grow hair back here, so I can do some sort of like bald mullet. You thing. can grow hair in the back. Yeah, like it grows like around here. It's just like it's just really oh, thin here. Is why yeah, I shave yeah. it. It just gets like thin. But I, I could technically I could shave it and have some sort of bald mullet thing going. Holy shit! What is it called you a skullet? I, yeah, I don't yeah, know that's yeah. Thing. No, if, you're, if you're top, yeah, if your top is shaved, it's a skullet. So I, I could technically do a skullet. Yeah, I would actually love to see that. I wouldn't. It'd be fucking horrible. <laughs> I would probably be... have enough time to grow up before the next event, so it's fine. Uh, it's yeah, you got problem. five months. Holy shit. Maybe it might be longer. Who knows? Oh yeah, I guess until the season even starts. Probably like skullet six. looks like. Wow, this is interesting. Okay, no, yeah. Insane. Yeah, that is wild, man. Looking up a skullet. I don't know if you'd want to see this. All right, I'm gonna start working on it. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll look good. Maybe that's that's how I find uh, a lady. She's like, God damn, that's a nice skullet. Yeah. <laughs> Could I pull on it? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Next thing. scene up, pull that's on perfect. something else. That's perfect. Yes. This podcast this is, is evolving. We're going in the head. is blasted. Uh, you imagine me with that casting a 249, 249 hard point. I'm like shaking this up and my hair is going wild in the back. I was going to be holding like a dog leash in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> Roof bar for me. <laughs> We're devolving. It's anarchy. Oh, no, that's it perfect. Happens. It happens. 
This is exactly uh, exactly what I love. But like, I, par for the course. I, I know. I guess I'm happy for you though. Just in general, the sense of like, you know, when I was, I was like looking up, um, sort of trying to think of like questions for. I was trying to find like an interview that happened with like a retired athlete and some of the stuff they would focus on. Like I kept seeing like a big one that popped up was like mental health stuff, just because it is such a big transition. Like a lot of these players, like, you know, you kind of lose your identity, that competitive drive. But I feel like it's a little different in our world because you can keep doing content. So you sort of like keep that identity as like octane and keep streaming Mm -hmm. and doing stuff. And it seems like just getting closer to your family and like the competitive drive stuff, you seem to have a good head on your shoulders about it. So like, I don't find myself worried about you. Like you're gonna be okay. I mean, I'm I'm like, imagine, imagine being like a retired basketball player. Like, what do you do? Like, I guess you just go to your local gym and just dunk on dads. <laughs> yeah. Like, <his> yeah. Dad. <laughs> yeah, there's no way to like stay involved. Actually, that's, yeah, like, like, yeah, that's just the unique thing about esports and the internet. But yeah, when I mean, you retire from the NFL, I still like, got the gunny go. sometimes. Like, you can, you yeah, you, uh, shit. But like, <laughs> you you could like still play at a high level for a long, long time and play ranked and stuff. So, like, I don't know, still. Yeah, yeah I don't, he's still there. I don't because it's it's so weird because I don't think like it's hit me in a way, but I don't like I'm not doing anything right now that I would do differently if I wasn't retired. Like I would still be streaming, I would still be doing the exact same routine that I have now if I was competing next season. So I don't think it's fully going to hit me until so the game drops done. and the things like get underway and I'm just not involved in that way anymore. Um but yeah, I think right now it's just like a weird middle ground, just waiting for the season because I wouldn't change anything about my routine regardless. And then obviously I could still stick around and play kickoffs and like do these things that I would do normally. Uh, I don't know. It's like a weird, weird middle ground. Well, let's talk about sort of like this part of it then, like uh, just kind of what's next as far as the content and stuff goes. I guess I'm just curious, like, was it, was that your home? Was it them? Nobody else type thing. When you signed with other thieves, did you consider weighing other options after talking to like, you said you talked to Zuma, you know, pop it yeah. off the face. Optic, like, did you consider other stuff or? Um, I had thought about it, but I feel like the, the peace of mind that being under that organization has given me over the last couple of years, I feel like it would have been a disservice to do it anywhere else. Um, obviously there's like, I was thinking about endemic stuff like phase and optic and like even outside of COD, um, like energy, LG, TSM, whatever. Um, but I don't think that there would have been a better way to not only prop myself up, but also help 100 thieves in the call of duty space while like just bringing in more people from obviously I have a lot of fans that come from 100 thieves, but anything I can do to help out um, would make me feel a lot better. And also Matt literally offered me on the spot after I told them. So that is uh, a, <laughs> That's a, a tough pretty, to say now. Like, yeah, ah, let me think a, about it. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty big uh, driving factor right there for sure. What's like Joe, Joe and I were talking about this, like you, and you sort of mentioned, you know, you've been doing the streaming stuff for like two years, right? Um, yeah. and, and even before that, like you will. Well, sh- my entire career. Yes, yeah. so you, yeah. you, more, more than a lot. Um, but what I guess is the plan, like what's the difference now? Now that you have more time, what else do you want to do? Do you have like any kind of cool plans or for now, just sort of figuring out the move, the house, all going that with stuff, the flow. Just going the streaming hours? Right. Well, definitely in the immediate future, it's going with the flow. I'm streaming when I can, trying to get the house figured out with all the furniture and stuff. It's a brand new move. So trying to get situated. I don't even have internet in the damn place yet. Um, so for the immediate future, just like in a weird limbo, streaming from my parents' house as many hours as I can. Um, but long down the line, obviously with like watch parties, during the season um i me and tommy are talking about me being on the flank for a little bit um there's just like a lot of i, I could do anything like that's that's the, that's the whole point of being retired is that like i can just do whatever the fuck i want to do i can show up and probably be on the desk for a weekend if i wanted to i can 
talk to the True. league and do some sort of like independent thing for the events. Like I can do all of this stuff that I would have loved to do while I was competing. Too. There you go, POE two. I will also be playing that. Is there a second one coming out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. Oh boy, it looks like Diablo. It's gonna be great. Um, I'm not shit. Yeah, you cannot. Well, I mean, I guess you could. I'll be near you. I can check on you. <laughs> Playing POE is not good. It's not good. POE no. is the most unhealthy game that I've ever played in my life. No, and hit the well. You know him. I mean, yeah, dude. I, just, I don't good. know. Past three days, COVID, three days, COVID year. Like I haven't moved. Is the most addicting game in the world, and I don't oh, know why. It's like it's on par with WoW, which is just an unbelievable comparison to give. It's just the currency and the economy and the it's, crafting. It's, it's everything. just dude. It's everything. The game is during COVID in MW19. We'd like have casts on Saturday, and I'd call him. And I'm like, "Yo, you ready for this cast?" And he'd be like, "We cast today. It's Saturday." He'd be like, "Ah, I haven't slept in like forty six hours." And I'm like, "What? What do you oh, mean?" He's like, "I know all about Clint's POE grind." <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. He had some personal things going on as well, but yeah, it yeah, was. Uh, was it was up, uh, but I was playing yeah. a lot of POE. <laughs> yeah, he did. So I get. I didn't even know there was a second yeah. one out. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not out yet, but there's been a bunch of gameplay trailers lately. You got to keep him on it. Whenever he gets that skull, you just keep him on a leash. Just hold him whenever he starts playing. Yeah, at least at least I'll, yeah. I'll have him nearby. So yeah, nah, but it, I can I, I can just do whatever I want to do. Um, and obviously just committing to streaming. I've been I can only do like three to four hours a day during season because I would actually kill myself just burning out. Um, but now I can stream you know eight to eight to twelve and be content. I can bullshit on stream. I can bait my, I can bait Reddit and Twitter and all of these things and in pure happiness. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Well, the POE two stuff kind of just thinking of stuff outside of call of duty like do yeah. you have any other hobbies that you were doing like during the season stuff but like i guess i want to like stuff that you've kind of maybe wish you could do whether it's like reading or whatever just stuff that you didn't have time for that you want to dive into now that you can as you said do whatever the fuck you want um during the season it was kind of hard to work around the schedule to have other things other than just like playing other video games which i don't consider as a different hobby um but i started me and my girlfriend started going to like a lot of concerts and shows and stuff to get out of the house because we felt just like actually cooped up in la um so there's a bunch of that stuff um i don't consider like a hobby but i like trade stocks a shit ton and day trading all that so i have the time for that stuff now um but I have the time to like actually do that shit now as opposed to giving my all to COD. Um, and then just like random sports shit here and there. Start going to the gym again now that I don't have to pick. Because when, when, you're, when you're competing, you have two options out of the three things that you actually want to do. You get scrims, you get streaming, and you get the gym. And you get to pick two of them, obviously scrims being one. So <laughs> you don't get all three. Um, so now I get, you know start going to the, the gym again so I don't feel nasty about myself. So I don't know. I just do whatever the fuck I want to do and it feels great. Love it. Just, and you, you've always been, I mean, obviously like you're building the house, like financially, uh, it feels like, like stable and you're intelligent mm-hmm. with your money. Some people aren't when they start making money, they, they like to spend it and buy very nice things. You've yeah, also won a lot to that pretty well in me when I was, when I was coming up. Yeah. As you say, your parents. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds I, like I got, estate, well. I got, I got portfolios. I got a bunch of stuff. Well, that's what I was going to say. I would say like, are you comfortable enough? Cause content as we all know is can be a roller coaster they similar to like cod there literally may not be a game out that you want to play at the moment it's like do i want to turn my stream on and actually play this game like no i don't but sometimes it just feels like you have to and i was gonna say are you kind of ready for that but it feels like you're you're prepped for that 
I, I don't know. I, feel, I just, the freedom, I think, is just, like, I've played, like, six different games on stream for the last, like, week, just rotating, just doing whatever. Um, so I think, like, during the season, it'll feel pretty routine from what I was doing, like, when I was actually competing, because I would just play COD, I'll play ranked, I'll, like, watch party, I'll do a lot of stuff that I was normally doing, but I'm excited yeah, more so for, nice. like, when COD's not happening, because, like, then I can play a lot of, like, the single-player story mode games I like, I can get into the stuff that I play off-stream a bunch, stream poe then i'll be live for 80 hours a week like (laughs) there's just like i'm more excited because in it within my normal cod niche of streaming i don't think things are going to feel too foreign in any way i think watch party is a ton of fun because i just talk shit about cod and do the things that i would normally do and then obviously like play ranked and stuff and um yeah i don't think i don't think anything's going to be too different compared to where i was normally be at awesome that's your dad out for some portfolios <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I say that you, it's t- it's tough because I kind of wanted to ask you. It's just not it's not one to one, you know. Like you hear about all the financial nightmares that happen with pro athletes, obviously, like once they're done. And I, I knew yeah. that you'd I didn't know like exact details, but I knew that you'd been smart with money. And like I kind of wanted to like see if you had sort of any advice for like younger players. But it's kind of tough because it's not like you come in and you, you know, whatever the league minimum is. If you're in the NBA, like you're making good money like you've you've made so much more than most players will it's kind of hard to even give advice from that standpoint i guess or i mean it's just like i mean i'm pretty financially secure not enough to the point where i'm like i don't care how my content goes like if i'm tanking on twitch i'm gonna be pretty paranoid about it because i have no revenue source anymore um but yeah i've been i've been pretty good on money um just investments put it away and have like accounts that you just don't touch over time throw it in in etfs and bonds and all that stuff when you're when you're young because that money will obviously occur over time and i have real estate that's something you got to learn about and figure out if you want to do that for yourself or not but you have like rentals is that what you mean yeah i have a i have a handful um but it's just like a a lot of self-teaching i think because it's very easy to be like oh just put in stocks but like what does that actually fucking mean and i'm not going to sit here and give you guys stock picks i'm not fucking doing that but um there's like a lot that you just need to be proactive about it because it is very easy. Like you guys said, when you're young and you're making six figures, it's very easy to be like, Oh, I really want this fucking Louis Vuitton thing. That's $12,000. Like, sure. Whatever I made, I made $19,000 this month. I can go buy this. Like it's very That's easy to fall crazy into that Crazy how easy it is to spend money, like how hard yeah. it is to earn money. It is yeah. unbelievably easy to spend it. Like yeah, I'm, I'm it's not hard to make money right disappear. Now. I spent seven hundred dollars at Target yesterday. I didn't even know it was possible. I didn't even know I could find seven hundred dollars worth of items at Target, but I figured it out somehow. Yeah, dude, well, it, it, it's a it's lot. Crazy. I'm kind of curious. Are you doing the whole like? Because I know uh, Cat's parents did a lot of like the owning properties and stuff here in dallas and like at first they did like the whole managing all of it managing the rental of it something no, i have um, like, use own the note and use on the note and like don't have to do, are you the bank basically you don't have to deal with all that bullshit or i have a company that i work with on all of them and they're basically just a management company and they operate as like me and they'll take like i think it's like four percent or five percent or something like that per month but um it's just like good passive income at first i was oh, doing no, it when i had like one or two i was just doing it on my own because it was easy um but then like obviously once the 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 properties ramped up and then the day-to-day started to get like kind of annoying with what I was doing. Um, that's when I just got like a company and did all that. Yeah, they did something. Write, they write just... down notes, Maeve. You need, well, no, you need to learn from this guy. No, no, they did something where they just like ended up like they just like own the note for the house. They're basically the bank. They don't have to deal with any of this shit. Yeah, no. Yeah, they just that's, own it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much which, it. Which seems like a lot nicer than, oh, uh, pipe bust and you have to go and handle that shit. But, no, I have a company for that. 
Yeah, that, that, that seems that they sent seems me a like work order. They're like, yo, this guy fucked up your house somehow. I'm like, all right, go fix it. <laughs> <laughs> unfuck it up, please. Yeah. Unfuck it up. Everyone needs to be like Sam. He's he's my he's my idol. He's so smart and handsome and just full life ahead of him, full head of hair, dude. Just oh. the world's your oyster, dude. Whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you could pick one of those things, I mean it's just like shoot straighter. That's probably the first thing. I, don't know, I got that. the beam. I got the beamer, dude. That's all, all I can that. do. I, I can't like think straight, but I can shoot straight. So I have a so question for you guys because uh-huh. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. Is Warzone just shit? Is Warzone shit? It's just not. It's getting. It's just not COD. Because rank sounds really fun, and it's very. It sounds really enticing, but I just know that I will not have fun. Um. Yeah. yeah. I would just say fun. it's improved a lot. It's just it's just not God. Bro. Yeah, it's I mean, Warzone God. 2. So basically, like how like MW19 was all like kind of built around Warzone. Yeah, this game was built around DMZ. Right. Uh, OK, that's like the so, extraction thing, right? Yeah. So a okay. lot of Warzone 2 features in, in uh, kind of the build around it is it's needed a lot of fixes. It's in a much better place, but it's still it's just. Hey, I just feel like you, may, you may like it a little bit. You guys play every day, so I feel like you guys are the best people to ask. Because like I'm trying to like, because chat, like I got people in chat. They're like, we should go play Warzone. I'm like, I just do I want to like that because like the last time I right. really really enjoyed myself was solos and Fortune Keep over the last off season. Awesome. That was some okay, of the so you right now they the just came out with a new map uh, Vondel and it, it, it's they have solos and that could be a good place if you have fun on that. Then maybe think about ranked. Okay. But dude, if you don't, then just get out. Dude, solos on Fortune's Keep was some of the most fun that I've had. Like, even comparing to Verdance. Like, Fortune's Keep solos were, like, I, very, I love very map. fun. They were an absolute blast. And they got me through the majority of the last offseason. Because I'd stream that shit for, like, six hours a day. And just have a fucking blast doing it. Just imagine, like, all of the finesse is gone. Mm-hmm. So it's just no. tough. Dad's like, you kill one, there. and then... Can't stim and run away. You can't slide. Yeah. It's just sort of like a maybe I have time to play, but it takes an hour. Mantling mm-hmm. takes an hour. Everything just feels like it takes an hour. I don't know how else to describe mm-hmm. it. It doesn't feel like God at times. It just yeah. doesn't feel like yeah. God. Yeah. But like mechanically, it, it is sort of like the meta is usually in like rank. It's some sort of like laser beam type thing where you just need to shoot straight at longer ranges a lot of times. So you'd probably be a god with like some of like how it plays. Like just don't miss I mean, a that's bullet. just always been Warzone though. That's just like yeah, you just yeah. find an, an AR setup that just doesn't move with a silencer on it and just and then a sub that aims outside instantly and then you run around. Well, pretty much. Yeah. But now it's talking. everyone throws six smokes and drill charges through walls. So you just blow up and and that just deterred me instantaneously. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, so how you guys yeah. G8 smokes because there's no finesse and uh-huh. stuff like that. Um, team fights are because you can stow grenades in your backpack. Okay. So what you do is usually each player has about two to four smokes and two to four drill charges. So a team fight in a building is smoke to like dodge their bullets incoming if they're in a uh-huh. building. And then we're throwing drills. They're going through the wall, exploding on them, and then we're all running through smoke with no aim assist, hip firing each other. And no, I'm not yeah. kidding. That's, That's I basically like H1. one. Yeah, uh, I mean, in, in a way, did you guys, a good did you guys team ever watch like H one no the H one league? Just, did you guys ever see yeah. that? Oh, so, yeah. Yo, do you remember like it just fights? It would just be like a wall of just eight smokes, and then you would just like run into the middle, hip firing with AKs. Like that's what this sounds That's, like. 
That's what this oh, is. It, it, it is. That's, That's pretty much that. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is. Remember my, my desk in a day where I'm just like, I just died to someone. I couldn't see in the smoke, but he saw me and he I he got aim assist, but I'm just spending yes. circles with none. Like Okay. Yeah. That is that is duly noted. Warzone's enough. <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, try Vondel. If you like Vondel, we'll 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 see. Maybe okay. maybe I'll have fun. I've been playing a shit ton of Cold War, and Cold War is just a blast. I love yeah, it. I've been watching eight slamming you, bro. What? <laughs> Dude, Crowder said I've been <laughs> shitting on Octane. I will literally pull up the VOD on this podcast for you. <laughs> that is just not the case. I don't think Chris killed me one time. Dude, I get so jealous because like watching everyone and I play eights because it's just opposite yeah. of my schedule. I'm like, dude, this looks like a, blast. a blast. I man. wish they could just take the rake system that we have now and put it in Cold War for the offseason. Bro, dude, how fun would that be? I, I cannot believe they took out ranked from Cold War 2. They already took it oh, out. There's no, there's no, no, you can't, there's no rank. No, it's only mm. pubs or, or like eights. Oh. Maybe, Maybe we can ask her nicely. No, it's a resurgence, bro. We're back. Like that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people on there. A lot of the because like there was like a bunch of that uh, security issues and stuff. Like people getting docks or whatever in pubs. All that's mm-hmm. gone. So the all the pubs are populated again. Like you get games instantly. Mm-hmm. Oh, they fixed all that stuff. Oh yeah, you can play pubs. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't even know that. I knew it was an yeah. issue for a while. Like with yeah, they fixed all that. Hit up so, our Treyarch friends, dude. Maybe they'll bring over the fun stuff. But hey, yeah. guys, how hard could it be to implement this again? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, hey. All right. Uh, uh, all right. Let's have some fun before we get into roster mania stuff. We just have random questions because, again, we, we went through your career um, last podcast episode. Um, so we're just we're just going to rifle off. I just jotted down some random. Yeah. I have I'm going to go off of it then. We'll take yeah. that. Uh, Good luck. Most embarrassing career moment. Uh, double donuts. Double donuts. Double what donuts. game was that? That was uh, uh, Vanguard. Vanguard. Hey, well, world champion doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, favorite tough, team. Though. Tough. Uh, that I've been on. I think you can answer now that you're retired. Tough when you're um, still playing, but probably tied between my 100 Thieves team and LAT. LAT. Okay. Yeah. One of those two. Okay. Uh, if there was a game that you I could Seattle redo, no. which one would it be? If you could redo a game, redo like, in play, what way? I guess, like, I'm thinking, hmm. If you go back just the entire year, um, so either the way you played it and your team played it, or maybe there was a roster decision that year that you could have made and ended up somewhere. But Black Ops Three, Black Ops Three, because my team was really good uh, at the beginning, and I was just immediately got yep. complacent, and I was an asshole. So I, there we I go. Was, That's yeah, Black Ops. That answers three. that perfectly. It could have been. Um, I think this is probably an easy one, but uh, yeah, highlight of your career, champs. Um. Probably champs or winning London um, in 2019. Well, how come? Because the crowd was like the greatest crowd that has ever existed in COD history. And then that was 100 Thieves' first ever win in anything. Yeah, I was gassing the shit out of you. So you started telling me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, that was the best crowd we've ever had. 100%. Get us back to London. Um, favorite competitive title? Uh, either Black Ops 3 or IW. Oh, okay. I miss uplink so goddamn bad. Same. I did too. Yeah. Let me some get uplink. Okay. If you could change oh, this is an interesting one. Did you write this one, man? Or was it me? Yeah. You did? I did. Yeah. You could change one thing about the CDL, what would it be? Uh, you find now. Landley, bring it back. I made it. Um <laughs> favorite movie, Clint wants to know. Um either Shutter Island or Whiplash. 
Ooh, I just rewatched Whiplash, by the way. It's on Prime. It's unbelievable if you haven't seen it. Unbelievable. Yeah, Shutter Island's like one of those movies like I like, but it's like it's pretty. It's okay a quintessential movie. answer for sure. I just really a, like it. It's no like a Boondock Saints is probably like my favorite movie, but it's not like a great movie. It's just like my favorite yeah. movie. But like Whiplash is like a god tier film. No, it's Whiplash a god tier movie. Fun. Yeah, that movie's so fucking good. I forgot how good so it was. Good. We just like threw threw it on. Like it's a movie is background noise, and then all of a sudden I was literally just locked locked in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, dude, the, the final scene of that movie is one of my favorite scenes that I've ever had or ever seen in a movie anywhere ever. When he's just going ham, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. just looks at him, fade to black. Um, one piece of advice you'd give to aspiring players: um, don't be a complacent asshole when you're younger, and be open to criticism from either veterans on your team or just criticism in general. Because I thought that my shit didn't stink when I was younger, and I could have been so much better even than I was. Okay, I like it. It's just yeah, it's depending on like your probably your parents and like how you it's just hard to like you just have to mature and sometimes yeah. people are trying to do that while you're playing cod <laughs> really hard because the way you get in the league is being very good so you just have a bunch of positive reinforcement all the time and then you just think that you're literally god's gift to earth and cod and it's very hard to bring yourself back down well and i think too I, like, I could speak to this like when you found success like it's it's hard to sort of break that routine because you think the way back to that success is the same way, but it's not. Like that's one mm-hmm. thing I had to, I had to re, re break. Like, oh, I need to do this differently. Like trying to to do that. Um, so, yeah, just curious. Um, oh yeah, we have a, a tier list. I forgot Toronto Ultra made as well. So we're gonna do this now. So we have a, a bunch of your teams, and we are going to make <laughs> a tier list. Uh, what you think? Oh, I got, I got, I got to get this full screen. Okay, this says Isolation Esports. Was this one of your oh, yeah. teams? That was AW before I went pro. Devil, Infamous, and Stringo. Where are we putting them? It's not That's not correct, but uh, we're going to put them in D. <laughs> that's okay. D. That's fine. We're going to put them in D. Well, I know I know they said they like looked through the COD wiki, and there's probably so many different there's rosters some... listed on there. I'm sure oh, some good. of these aren't like 100% accurate, but like, no we'll worries. Still have some fun. No worries. Uh, Dream Team. You were on DT? Uh, I was on DT. That was when I got top 12 in Orlando of AW right before I, I like actually joined like Justice and like went down the path. Um, mm-hmm. But like, cause that back then you had to place well as an amateur in open bracket to get shots. So this is my team that I placed well in open bracket to get shots. Uh, we'll do C. I think that's C. Okay. Huh? Justice? Justice? Is this the right one? There are very many iterations of this team. Okay, there let's a- change this to, my- yeah, there to ours. A lot. There was Me, a lot. You, okay. TCM, and Study. We got top we six, were by the way. Really bad, Joe. <laughs> we were. We were really fucking bad. Like we were like D tier bad. Yeah, I know we were. But we got a top six island. We did get That's a top all six. I'm saying. UMG Ontario. I, I lost my wallet that weekend too. I remember that. That's it. We, we got, I got a top six. That's unfortunately a, you got the worst iteration of me, but it is what it is. Good. Can we all add good. an F tier for the next? No, one? that's fucking bad. That, that this team's in hell. The last team in sure, D yeah. for sure. It, it, okay. Where, yeah. We'll is there where to put the one? F- so what, what? This one? This one? You're putting in Seattle? Seattle should um, be like a tier below all other tiers. This is also D. Wow. I've been on some just really good teams. <laughs> okay. All right. We're 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 working it up though. Right now. All right. LAC is S. Obviously. S. Okay. Prophecy. Um, also Ooh, D. I... We lasted literally half an event. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we did qualify for the league. Envy. This was we you, Aqua. This was Looney, right? Not yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is me. This is me, Danny, and Cap. 
Okay, where are you putting this for one? me? Me, Danny Capuli would be. This is B. B. We were a good okay. top six team. Elevate um, AW as well, right? Yeah, I only have one event to go on though, but we were good. We got third. Um, I'll put A. I think that team was really good. Okay. Rise. Um, this one's tough. I, I our rise team was fucking good, dude. Blackhawks um, three. Were we better than we were in IW? Because I, I think one of these is S. I just don't know where which one it would be. What do you guys think? Early Black Ops IW three. Black Ops three. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like respawn, it's so, respawn what's, what's, what's so, so, what's so yeah. tough is that Blast Three just didn't have a lot of events, right? So, yeah. like, I feel like maybe you just played with your IW team on land more. So maybe that's maybe. why. I think, they should, really be, good I think they should be in the same tier. I think A for both. I think we'll do A, a for, for both. both. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we were quite S. We were winning events, but I don't think we were quite S. Okay, so Luminosity um, also Luminosity in A tier. Yeah, we'll do A tier as well. Just okay. F below F. hell in hell, yeah. just the yeah. off the screen. We need F tier for. Nah, we were we could put we could put that team in B. We were just horrible and we were just horrible at S and D. We were like yeah, actually it, the best hardpoint team, but we were just it, shit at S and D. I mean, that is just just my what, life. It was a, a three way tie, right? Two, yeah, two and one three way tie. That's yep. Or that's uh, just unlucky. Um, hundred thieves. Uh, that's us. Nice. Okay. Nice. Not I bad. like it. That's, pretty, that's yeah. pretty close to how I, I, in my head, it was sort of like your two teams that you won a bunch with, and then like that's sort of you and Slack, LG, Rise, yeah. all all those kind of years I have lumped together, like mm-hmm. the years where you might win a search, and if you won a couple search, you win the event. Like it's, I kind of had all that like lumped together. I had, yeah, pretty much. Okay, I have some, but uh, just because we touched on your career before the season started i just have a couple mw2 questions um this was a big deal you guys broke the champs curse and you kind of touched on it how'd that feel i honestly didn't realize did you guys realize that was still a thing did you guys talk about that at all i definitely did because when we got second at major two which by the way no one talks about everyone's like oh we were just shit the whole year or like we were average the whole year and i thought that's when you guys were Bro, we got go second at an event too. <laughs> like we had a good yeah. season. Um, but yeah, we got second and I was like, ah oh, fuck. <laughs> like, well, that was Boston, right? Yeah, that was Boston. Clinton, what did I tell you? Remember they lost the first round? I remember telling him, I was like, I remember we, I, think we I watched it. But I was well, like, they were so close. Like you could just tell you guys were like just watching the arrows, like they were just a couple of plays, and I was like, Clint, watch them go on a run. And I think you guys, yeah, that's that's when you guys did. You didn't win, but losing yeah. bracket king. But um, mm-hmm. I was definitely thinking about it after that event. I was like, damn, Champs Curse might actually be real. And then we just fucking slammed the Major Four. So, yeah. yeah, it feels great. I mean, we're the first team to ever do it. And it's like, that's just like the thing that always happens is like the team. It's like the Madden cover curse. It's like you just mm-hmm. you win it and then you're just fucked. Um, like like at Vanguard phase, I got second 80 times. Uh, so, I mean, like being the first team to ever do it is definitely is definitely. Wow, cool we never even talked about that. I didn't even think you were the Champs Curse. I, yeah, I wow. like I, I kind of just. I'm usually like pretty good at keeping up with just from casting, like keeping up with big overall like storyline type stuff. But I just like forgot. I like, thought that was dumb. I don't know why. Like when he, when one of them said it in the interview afterwards, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." I also was in. A, I was in kind of a haze that day because we also had that incredible champs intro I had to do. Wow, that might have been. No, can I change my most embarrassing moment from the double donuts to getting introed by Clint at Major Four for finals? I think that might have been it. 
Bro, they like that they was said bad, to me, bro. They it said to me what so they wanted bad. to do. And I thought it was gonna be sort of like a, I guess I pictured it in my head, like I'd sort of say they just like pan across you guys is sort of how Yeah, that would like just sense. do just do like a live pan, not like change shot ISO, change shot ISO. Yeah. I thought it was gonna just be even maybe if they stopped like a half second, it was still like a live pan of it. It's yeah. how I viewed it. And then when they were actually was, doing it, I was like, oh, my fucking God. I remember Ethan, like, messaged me. He was like, so what happened? I was like, that was, like, so fucking bad. It was amazing. It was no, it so was, bad. It was so horrible. It was incredible. Yeah, no, it'd be, it was so bad to the point where it became good. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I I think I tweeted afterwards, like, give me the fucking Emmy or something. Like, no, it was, it, that yeah. was definitely, that was, that might have actually be the most embarrassing. Bar in the Dude, when, when you go started giggling dude i was like i don't even know how i kept got through it all like, i don't even know how i got through it all we're you waiting for the fake fans behind the camera <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, oh. it created some incredible moments though we'll always have that to look back on so That's yeah. um i do want to know so vanguard right you guys figured it out and i thought like you guys figured it out like major two Major three or season or stage three kind of happened. I know Draws like he kind of had a really rough stage, but then you guys won major four. I guess why do you think your team can ever find the consistency in this title? Because this is what you guys were a system team, right? It's always what you guys have been about. Yeah, uh, just being smarter than teams. Obviously, skills insane, but just knowing the game better, especially respawn. Well, was it just the title so we could retire? Like what? exactly, I was sandbagging. Um, yeah, I think it was a combination of things. The title playing a part. I think that we never, we were never consistent in a game mode. I like, we were, I was talking about this yesterday, bro. We had like one of the best hardpoint win rates. I think it was like third or fourth. Like we were in the, the top, the top tier of, of hardpoint, but we, bro, I'm convinced we were shit. We were so bad at hardpoint, but I don't know where all of the wins came from because every game, there was like a, I think there's a, like a scoreboard of it on Reddit. It's like the percentage of maps won by X amount of points. And between one and 25 is like 40% of our hard point wins for the season. So we were like insane in the clutch. Don't get me wrong, but we were never God tier in hard points. So like, I think that stat is super conflated. Um, I don't think we got good at S&D until like the very tail end of the season. I think we were nuts at S&D at the very, very end. We lost two game fives at champs, which is just fucking AIDS, but. Uh, I think we were really good at S&D at the tail end of the season, but I just don't think we ever put it together in the way that we need to in order to be a consistent team like New York was. Um, they were good across the board in every game mode. I think we were lights out in control all season, but that's only one map of five. Um, yeah. But there's just, uh, like you said, we're a system team, and I think that we have a perfectionist mindset, and we approach practice every day to like literally fine-tune everything about our game, so it's very easy to get lost in um, oh, yeah, monotony a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And I think like there were teams that were much more simple than we were that were better than we were at hardpoint um like optic for example like they were literally just running around shitting on teams like i don't know if you guys know about their scrim stats like the things that have been going around in clips well that's that's what i was going to ask you next because you had a clip of it you said they beat you in 44 straight scrim i think 44 was probably hyperbole but there was a moment from the time that they picked up dan uh we scrimmed them the day after we like beat them pretty easily i think we like seven won them or something um that scrim to the moment of scrimming at champs I think we didn't beat them in a map. Well, okay, then why 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 did you guys always beat them in matches? Um, I mean, if you want my truthful answer, I don't think that their subs were like as impactful on line to like compared to where we were at. Because like, obviously, when you're online, you're not really concerned with like tracking people and like being on top of things as much, and you're more so worried about like why didn't we break this fucking hill? Um, mm-hmm. and then when I think I got to events like that gear kicked in for like comms and things like that so like optics success was 
entirely on like Kyler and Ant like running around just causing chaos, catching Being timings, like insane. shitting on people. Just pure chaos, yeah. which I it was an it's an unreal play style because the being consistent in that specific play style is almost impossible. And the fact that they kept it going for as long as they did, fucking hats off because that was unbelievable way to play cod. Like well, it they sounds were like actually, it almost tricked like, them into it. Like it was bro, they were thirty that. they were thirty-three and twelve every fucking map. It was an unbelievable way to, to like play against them, just feeling like that. It was horrible. So when we went to events, um Obviously, we had a chip on our shoulder because we're like, we're a land team. These guys shit on us online all the time, <laughs> which we were a land team, to be fair. But yeah. um, I think we, we got to events and I just went into literally overdrive. Like, Ant is here. Kyler is here. Ant is here. Kyler is here. Ant is here. Kyler is here. And we just like never got thrown into the cycle of getting just shit on on or shit on them, shit on by them. Um, so I think like that was a large part of it. I think their, their subs were just like a major key to their success. And when you're online scrimming, it's it feels a lot harder to keep track of things than when you're at events because you're going 120. Um, oh, but not to shit, like, I'm, I'm not calling them onliners, but, I mean, that's just, like, how it was. And well, then, I mean, the Optic's I, been the best online team since dude, I can remember, I mean, right? I mean, Pat, I, I can't say enough good things about those two, though. Like, Kyler and Ant, dude, like, that's, like, being able to thrive in p- pure pandemonium on the map is the most commendable thing because it is the least consistent way to win, and they were doing it consistently. It was fucking unbelievable to play against. Oh, I, I figured you guys were getting slammed because, like, I didn't know that they st- still weren't scrimming phase. Like, I remember when I first yeah, they, heard they only, that that's They only started uh, scrimming for, like, a week. Yeah, when I, like, when I, when Chris first told, Crowder first told me that, like, years ago, I was like, this is the most, like, childish, it sounds so stupid. When I first, like, heard about it. And then, like, years go by, and I heard, like, they're going to scrim like, and I'm like, wait, you tell me they haven't scrimmed this whole time. I couldn't uh, believe it like went on that long. Like that was yeah, just there was I think wild the, to me. From what I heard, it was just like the way like where they're located. You either play in Atlanta or you either play in Texas. There's no like server for them to play on. So they thought that the practice was just shit on both sides. So I just think they agreed to not play each other. But yeah, they were just literally bending us over backwards online for like months. And I don't even think that was like an okay. us specific thing either. I think they were like no, I've I've heard everybody. Everybody. I think Brandon said or someone said that they were like seventy five in like two in maps, like Cold War phase style forty four map win streak type shit. Um, because if you guys remember that when when phase of scrim records got leaked in Cold War, they had won like forty five consecutive scrim maps or something insane. Um, but it was it like it's on that level of like online dominance. This you season. feel like it's that hurts crazy. though, like um. It can because like you're just getting positive reinforcement on maybe not yeah. like I said like the thriving amongst the chaos and not understanding the game as opposed to just like literally just out touting people. Um, you could definitely get trapped in like a positive reinforcement cycle for sure. Bad habits form, I'm sure, because it's like it's always tough. I think like the, there are probably certain types of people that even when you're smoking people can like break down like you did this wrong you did this wrong that's, that's all can and cap do we draw, we'll win maps and we'll win maps by 120 and they'll, they'll look over at us like what the fuck was that p4 yeah. and i'm like <laughs> it's easy i think for a coach to do that but like it's very i think difficult for a player probably to when you're plus 20 that's to bro not just be like shut the fuck up dude it, that is tough. Ken, that's the reason I love playing with Ken so much is because he is the most like Ken is probably the best cod oh, mind that I've that I've ever played with. Like legitimately, he might be the the best cod mind that I've ever teamed with. It is an, that guy has an unbelievable knack for figuring out things that happen in maps. Like there will be situations that I'm involved in that literally that I'm like 
that I I completely brush over and he'll bring it up after the map and he's like, yo, right. He'll be like in a corner playing like a two piece, letting someone run by, but like I'm doing something on the other side of the map that he can't even see because the mini map is this big. And he's like, yo, Sam, what happened right here? Because this was weird. And I'm like, oh yeah, no, that, it's just like, bro, he has an unreal knack for for just improving and i i don't understand the way that he looks it looks like god it's fucking unbelievable oh, it, it's hilarious just to give people like I, i'll go to the back and watch you guys scrims like before land events and stuff like you guys will literally finish a map and i just laugh because kenny like you guys have your recordings and your youtube streams uh that yep. you, so you can go back and talk about things map will end and ken just like all tab just all tabs <laughs> immediately doesn't look at the scoreboard doesn't care about anything it's like guys like <laughs> yo yo guys yo uh 308 308 p3 what the fuck happened here and i crack up because i there's no one else like this it's like good no. map good map yo i may have just you know i got out slayed uh, it's, it's, it's literally just like mindset, dude it's, it's unreal it's a slippery slope because you can definitely yep. tumble down and then everything is going wrong and it's very hard to figure out like where your problems actually lie but when you're doing well there's no one in the game there's no team in the game in that system that we were playing in that would ever fuck with us when we were playing well that's why like yeah. our highs were just like a level above everybody um because like it's just perfectionist cod and that's just the way that it that captain that captain ken like ran the camp and it's just fucking unbelievable you unfortunately know, you, know, you guys have had these titles the last three well, four years so yeah it's, it's it's tough to make a consistent system in some of these games there's well, there's multiple systems it's just that's the one that, that we were under there's a lot of different yeah. ways to win now which is contrary yeah. to how it used to be see i think like i think you guys were i think your mindset like works for almost anything as long as it's consistent in the sense of like even if the spawns were bad if they're consistent like you guys would figure it out like vanguard yeah. for example this year it was just everywhere Some, all the sometimes time. just flip a fucking coin like you you literally i don't care how many times you played a situation yeah. you might see a spawn you've never seen before and if that's happening like I, it was just yeah. very it's probably one of the most reactive cods we've ever had versus like you know prepping and predictive like cod like yeah yeah you just see stuff i'd be like we're straying further away how do you how do you prepare like joe, the number of times that joe said something like Oh, how the hell are they supposed to read that? Like, what were always casting? He goes, I don't know how they're going to like. I think Slasher like did read it one time. He goes, How the fuck did he just read that spot? Because <laughs> it just doesn't make like any sense. Um, so that's got to be tough with how you guys want to play. Because I'm sure it's just like because there's yeah, because you're then, even more like like stuff like that just leads to conversations where it's like we just got held by the game. And then, is like, there a way to out. prevent it? Is there a way to not yeah, exactly. do that? Yeah. Can we force exactly. it, or how do we look out for it? It's just exactly. like. Good well, luck. Like the fact you guys figured out that the fact you guys got to the point you were in Vanguard though, like because that's what we yeah, thought that came down to a science man. Yeah, we thought this like the, we thought what actually occurred this year was sort of what Vanguard was for a while. The sense of like this yeah. is just this is bad. Like, once you more random. Once you guys like figured it out and we watched, you know, you guys in the mini maps, like goddamn, like, this is uh, holy shit. It's oh, we actually had that. We had that game down to a science. But this year was just. Uh, I mean, not that, I mean, obviously, New York was insane. I'm not trying to take anything away from anyone, but there were just some... There were moments. Dude, there this... were moments where it's just like, what? The fact that they were this they were at a hotel, because hotel had the worst yeah, ones. It, dude, was dude, like, it was actually... Oh, I was just laughing about this the other day. Hotel was secretly the worst goddamn map. Hotel was the worst respawn map that we played last year. Bro, I know. I agree. I agree. 100%. It's actually crazy, because I think it was, like, the best map to watch. Right, yeah. and it probably felt like the best one to play, but then yeah. you go back. Visually, it looks no, like it, it should not. be really good. Like, no, like it, it looks like it, it should make sense. It was actually the worst respawn map. 
playing. Oh, I remember we just talked about this last week, bro. Like we were just like, laughing. Horrible. No, I horrible. had this. I had this realization. What was it? Major five? It was major five in the green room with like the way New York and Toronto play. They played so much, and I think I was like just joking, like because control. If you all die, you lost, right? Like you pretty much lost. So there was no recovery. Hard point. You spawn some everywhere. of the hard points. Yeah, you spawn at P one. You spawned everywhere. P five. You spawned everywhere. There was no way to read things. It was. I was like, how do you play this? You can't play it. Like there's a. Like, I don't know. That's, that's the map that we found ourselves the most consistent. Like we went back to see things that happened. We're like, like what do we do about this? Like well, how do we like how do we read this? Like there's a million different like P four. There's like six different back spawns that you have to stand in like different places to block them and like can, like where your teammates are. There's just like oh, that you- map was shit. I, there's time you'd watch two people spawn no positioning had changed one second change on the clock one person spawned out yeah. one person got a squad spawn and i'm like exactly or like you would just be f- like a random mid-map spawn uh, and control to like flood a to stop a cap and there's like a timing that you don't know about it's just like uh, i don't know hotel's the worst respawn map like by far. Uh, hotel, yeah yeah, yeah the, i'd be yeah. all other conversation yeah. hydro's the best just put it out there yeah well i guess i mean it did play the you know the best like it made the yeah. most sense you just, just swam yeah, if it wasn't for the water, the water gets annoying. If like the person that's in the water is like fucking really get a doggo. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's when it gets annoying. But like the water is going to lead to the same place depending on what hill it is. Like you're going to go to the eventually where you need to go. It's not. It didn't. It, it's not really that annoying unless the person in the water again is like Paco or Shotzi who's just like running around. Nate's clip was so good though. Oh, oh yeah, we back. Oh, him watching you guys yeah. at raging, I was crying. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we stuff. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, let's do a little roster mania talk. Um, let's go. I, I think the way I want to start off with this, obviously, there's a lot of talk at the top. Um, you know, phase, optic, ultra. We'll get into that. Do you think there's anyone potentially flying like under the radar? Um, any specific player or, or team that, like, if you maybe were a free agent, you'd be. Maybe slide in their DMs type thing. I think Dan is pro like once you remove yourself from like you said the top four. Like I I, I talked about it on stream. The it's other a day. mess outside of the it's top a four. Fucking, it? It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a car accident. It is. It's it. There is so many possible or possibilities and rosters and just a million different things. So I think this this off is going to last a while, but just because of how many decisions actually have to be made. Can I ask but, you one question quick that is a yeah. reference to this I wanted to ask you early in the episode, if you don't mind? Like, yeah. I, I guess when it comes to this, like, when you were planning to retire, like, how much did you think about, like, oh, am I fucking over my boys? Like, am I fucking over? Um, it was a team? large. Was I, I, I thought about it a lot because, like, I sell it, like, I'm not a selfish person inherently, uh, but this was a very selfish decision. So it was very hard for me to like not think about my teammates. Similarly, like I said, I wouldn't keep playing even if I was shit, even if we were really, really good. Um, I wouldn't keep playing. So it was like, it was the most selfish decision that I've ever had to make. Um, so naturally my teammates are going to be my first thought, but I was, I, I think I was okay with the decision because of how good I know yeah. that they are in the office. They figure they it out. They figure okay, it. Exactly. I'm not putting them in a situation <laughs> where it's like I'm, I'm hoeing them for like two years. You know what I mean? Like I'm not putting them on a shit roster and ruining like time that they have as a professional. Like I know these guys are going to get phenomenal offers and the rumors that I've heard they are. So I I'm okay with that. Um, okay, I was curious, like how how big of it? Yeah, if, I if, figured it would have to be like a if I knew that I was going to put them in like actually bad scenarios, then it would have been a uh, a much harder decision of mine. But since I I've, obviously my teammates are fucking unbelievable, uh, it made the decision a little bit easier. Okay, um, well, sorry. Continue with the other question. I just no, uh, you're good. Um, 
to Joe's question, I would probably just to sum it up, I would say Dan. I think that Dan um finding like a weird not a weird, but just a, a team of two or a team of three with like high upside. So I'm thinking like Dan Slasher is probably like the one that's been going around right now that was like rumored to be on that Boston team. Um, I think that that has like unreal upside as an AR duo because I think Austin Zier, I think he was bad place, bad time. I actually think his his season was fucking unbelievable in the second half. I did think he had probably like a little bit of a slow start, um, but I think he was just like in a bad place. He was really time. good at the end. Yeah, Yeah, he was like their most consistent player for the most part. Um, barring Tyler, obviously, but uh, yeah, it's just I a tough spot because you're the one champ, yeah. so you probably know that they're going to change. Um, exactly, just, which is it's just with how many available free agents there are this year. You just you literally had to have an MVP level performance and win champs to, to keep that roster the same. Um, oh, so I'm a huge fan of Austin's really year. Right. I think I think he's a, obviously an incredible player. So I think him and Dan getting together could be like unreal potential. And then the subs is like where things get really interesting because there are so fucking many. Um, you could go like Ken, Cap, Vivid, Nero, Afro, like Fame. There's just so Kook, uh, Standy. Like there's there's so many available sub players that you could build a roster. But I don't think you look at any of them, barring like I think like Cap in one or uh, excuse me, Kenny in one could be like probably the highest upside. But there's a lot of those players that you put together and you're like maybe good, maybe shit. So it's very hard to to build a roster once you remove all of the top four talent. Um, but like I said, I think a team of like Dan, um, Dan Slasher, Ken, and like one is like probably the next best roster that you're going to make, in my opinion. Well, speaking of uh, the top, let's get in. Uh, we have a rumored optic roster, which I know there's been a lot of chatter about. Fred, uh, Strazzi, Draza, and Dashi um, is this rumored roster. There we go. Nice. I mean, initial thoughts is. He's For me, I mean, unbelievable. It's a really strong team. Um, yeah, yeah. You have the Optic Pred, which we, we kind of all figured sooner or later was going to happen. No, Optic for eight months. Ah, uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Shotzi alongside him, Draza joins them as a flex player. I think. I mean, a huge pickup for them because not only it's a true, he's a true flex. If there is a three sub game, one of right? the, he can one run of that. Few. That is correct. One of the few. Um, you have Dashi's man in art. I mean, their search probably unbelievable because how much draws would be plays. The, I, I think they would be the best S&D team. Even if FaZe were to pick up someone, I actually think that this team would be the best S&D team. Like, and Pred I, his had an underrated, underrated yes, search. Yeah. Um, 100%. He had stretches where he was like ahead of a BC with like first blood and stuff. So like, yeah, yeah. He, he, his impact can be unbelievable. But I just don't think it's talked about uh, because of how prevalent his respawn performances were. I more think draws. Like, I think draws is huge here just because like his just when we had him on and like, I'm sure you're familiar like his just hunger to grind and get better. Yeah. And it's something like that the, it's something that like the optic brand needs. Yeah. Someone that doesn't give a fuck about anything, but like COD and winning, like it yeah. just feels like, like let, you know, you have, you have the circus going on around you when you're with optic, you just do. Um, yeah. And I'm not like trying to take shots at any of the other guys, just like draws is kind of different, man. Like he's just kind of psychotic when it comes to like wanting to play the no, game to get better. It's- it's like um, an unhealthy passion for Call of Duty. And I think he would be a huge pickup for anybody, personally. I, I, I love Draws. I just think, I know he's one of those guys, you know, you probably hate him if he's on the other team, love him if he's on your team type thing, but like any team he's Definitely going to be is. on, he's going to add something massively, I think. Uh, I am a huge, obviously, no bias. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Zach. Um, I think that team is is like probably the most talented team they've had since the Dynasty, just on paper, like looking at the names. Um, I think like the number one thing that probably sticks out to a lot of people is like who's going to call out. Um, Agreed. Yeah, 
I think that's like definitely the number one theme that people have. And I don't have an answer other than like what I think should and could potentially happen with where well, Brandon someone's got to step up going. here. Right. Um, my answer when I was asked this question was Brandon. And the reasoning for that is I think Pred is your ultimate green light superstar. He, he's joining this team to continue on the path that he was on already. I don't, I don't think you're picking him up to make him call out. I think you're picking him up to give you like those 1.2s and 1.3s and, and be the player that he's been for the last two seasons. Um, I don't want Ant to do it because I think Ant's ceiling when he's free-flowing, I think is much similar to like when we saw Ender leave the team um, because I think he he was IGLing or he had mentioned that he was IGLing when Ender was on the team. And then Dan came and Shotzi got infinitely better because Dan just took the reins and allowed Ant to play his game. So I think if you have that pack-a-punch like one and two just running around doing whatever the fuck they want to do within means, obviously, um, that's best-case scenario. Zach is another thing. I think he could do it. Um, his comms improved immensely for the two years that I was that I was playing with him. Um, in Vanguard, they weren't great. That's why we made the role swap originally because um, it was just very hard to have two subs who like really weren't comming that well. Um, and I was like trying to do everything to the best of my ability, um, which is kind of the reason I think Zach should help Brandon in this situation. Um, and I think that Brandon needs to step up because his play style had shifted a bunch. And I've said this a lot, and you guys have probably seen the clips. Um, he is definitely straight away from that kill horror stigma that he had going into this season. Um, do I think that is the right move for this specific roster? Yes. In previous rosters, no. I think he should have been kill whoring because he has literally one of the best shots of all time. Um, but that's another conversation. Uh, I think with this specific roster, he has to step up to the plate. I think he has to start calling out for them and, and leading in some capacity. And he has to continue down the path that I think he was going down towards the tail end of the year with the objective mindset and that main AR, like just normalized play style, as opposed to the 1.2s and 1.3s that we're used to with him. Um, I think he is going to be the puzzle piece to make this roster go. And if no one is going to do it, then I think they're going to run into some issues and respawn only uh, because an SD Zach will actually tell everyone what to do every round. Um, I was going to say his search calls are, yeah. Yeah. He did it all year last year for us. He told us what to do, where to throw our attacks, everything. Um, so I think S&D, they'll be unreal. Respawn, that was a long spiel. Apologies, but... Um, oh, you're, that's why I, you have you on. Yeah, I think I, Respawn is is going to be on Brandon and and um, Zach for sure. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see too, because like, obviously I think Shotzi gets like the sort of star, superstar role um, or talked about that way. In like, I didn't just think that's sort of how flashy he is and this and that, but exactly. like, his play style definitely conflates that opinion a lot. But pre like Vanguard, I, I would even say like when Hook was, cause Hook cold war MW 19, he was the guy, like, especially like he was their star player running around and this, this could work really well for Shotzi because he'll be used to this in a way. Exactly. Like he'll let Fred go and do his thing. And maybe this does open up his comms a bit more and I'll just go find my weird routes and piss everybody <laughs> off. Yeah, I, I think so for sure. I'm just sure there's lots of decisions that have to be made because like I don't know, I think phase with letting Slasher go and the trio holding's a big thing in this. And I always I always viewed the phase side of it as like people can disagree or disagree with me on this, but like Cell, I, I guess I think either Cell needs to become more of like a true flex sometimes or he needs to just be a main AR. I, I think it's the exact opposite. I think you should be running a main AR role. He should be a main AR. So yes, no, I agree. So but it was but it was either like you 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 try to get like a super hyper uh, like a scrap at AR yeah. who is like he's unlike anybody who just chows fucking everything plays like a psychopath or you need to get somebody like a uh a Draza is a good example with this conversation 
that just allows Cell to then play main AR, and you kind of get a true flex, and it may solve some of your problems. Now, Cell's still going to have to get in the objective, but, like, <laughs> it's, uh, I, I mean, I don't know, because that, that, like, who goes off to the, who goes to phase is this fourth is probably like the, the flex, biggest thing. The flex like, market is unbelievable right now. And like, I think we, we, we might bring it up later, but like the, the priest rumors are kind of crazy. Yeah. The priest stuff too. Yeah. yeah. That's, there are five, the best five, not even five, the best five available flexes right now are all potential free agents. I don't know what Preston situation is, but um, yeah, it's, it's Barrio buyout with scrap and Preston there. The best five flexes in the league are up in the air right now, which is just fucking crazy. So, well, and Manny well, is probably happy because they don't have to deal with you now as taking a spot, right? So, like, <laughs> it's, yeah. like it's weird, as bad as it is for like Austin and like Dan, potentially, like, at least there's a, a seat fun, open. Yeah. That is true. Well, it's, just, it's just tough because, like, I think we all kind of assume next year we'll probably be similar to these past couple where you don't really have like a true flex more than likely, probably gonna be rocking an AR a lot. But I, I, I hope not. All, Give me through a sub every now and then. But we all. I think we all think once we get to a Treyarch title, we're probably back to having a third sub in the mix on a lot more maps. So I think the true flexes <sighs> are going to be, uh, there's not very many of them. There's only, there's only like an actual handful. Um, so I think, I think the role, I hate the term flex, like the, the, the it should just be like a, a second AR for the most part, because like there's only been a few games where it actually like means something to be a flex player. Yeah. Oh no, you're not wrong at all. Like I think, I think Parasite said a couple of years ago, like flex isn't a fucking thing anymore. No. <laughs> and like, for a lot, for a lot of it, yeah, it's it's really it's really not. It's it's cool when it is, but I think there was it was this year. I think it was this year. Um, I used this, even I was using a sub a lot this year, but Zach Zach used a sub on on a lot of maps and a lot of like hill situations. There were certain like, like, yeah, yeah, certain, like hill situations, one hundred percent. Yeah, where it would kind of swap. There was a lot of not, those this year. Yeah, that's what Priest kind of talked about in the episode we had him on. Like he he definitely pulled it out more than people realized. And yeah, if you're not always I, on the POV, it's can be tough to tell. I was using a sub a shit ton this year. It was great. You had a great sub team. Yep. Um, another team on one of the top teams we talked about, or, uh, we'll talk about is, uh, the ultra rumor. Um, <laughs> I love this uh, team. your, your teammates, I love uh, this envoy. Team. This might be my uh, favorite team coming out of roster, man. Yeah. Uh, potentially taking, I believe hasty spot. So it would be, so it went from Toronto, Essentially, not having a roster to the main trio of Scrap, Kleenex, and Insight joined alongside Envoy, and it feels like this should be a very good team because I think like you're just getting oh, Dixie. And how did we go from like Rumors part. Ultra was broke and dropping their whole team to like this? I, well, I don't know it, how it's we... just it's roster mania, baby. Things yeah, change every day, every single day. All right, it doesn't really matter. I mean, Ugh. listen, I, I love Kleenex. It just feels like at times. He's more of like the entry guy to me. Very quick, right? He's going to take a lot of gunfights. And they yep. need to, someone like a more slaying sub. I mean, Dylan perfectly fits that role in, in my mind. Bro, someone who perfect, can go do his own perfect thing. fix for this team. Well, not even fix, but the perfect player for this team of three. It's literally so perfect in every way. So then you have insight in, in Scrap. Now, I guess yeah. the thing is, is like, I, I, I mean, obviously we haven't been following Scrap for long, but if there is someone who needs to run a, a third sub, maybe at some point, I guess it's probably him. He, I'm he sure he can do it. Too. No, he's a true yeah. too. He's a sub. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That's why he's the expert. Yeah, I mean, I just figured the way he played with attack when I watched him that he could pull out a fucking sub because he used the attack like it. He was only he was the only yeah. AR I saw use attack like it was a sub. Like he he did shit. Sam is one of the greatest ARs of all time, but he was doing shit with attack that Sam was not. Like he was kind he of psycho. Not doing that this year. That yeah, was like yeah. very BO4 me. 
yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. And he was, he was the only one that you just see him be like, "Why the fuck did he do that?" Oh, never mind. He just fucking fried him. <laughs> uh, so I, I guess I kind of figured he could. I, we just hadn't really seen his hands much. Yeah, no, he's um, a he's a true flex. Awesome. Uh, I mean, those are. I mean, there's a couple of dominoes waiting. The 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 priest one. Um, it sounded like potentially that was fixed. I, uh, I that sounds like fake news to me. Yeah, so just so everyone knows, I didn't even put it in here. Yeah. Supposedly, he his contract was potentially not. Uh, they had to figure out a contract extension. You would think the world yeah. champions would just get it. Feels like that's the way it's done. Uh, we just had him on. He, he didn't seem worried about it at all. So I imagine New York will be the same. Yeah, I don't think yeah. there's any world where he is not on that roster. I think the only thing that is if it was like a phase type situation, I guess. That's the only other the history. That's the thing. The history with them. And we know yeah. Crowder loves him. And. <laughs> I I can see that being a thing like, listen, I think New York is godlike, but it's sort of hard not to bet on the future of the Dude, trio. Whenever the trio is always on the table, whatever yeah. your current situation is, you've got to think hard. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, but I agree with you. That team will probably resign. But that's the only thing where I'd be like, hmm. Definitely worth hmm. it. They're the only team that could pull him out of that situation. Yeah, and that's really all we got right now because things are changing every day. Who knows? Tomorrow there will probably be another potential roster, and this might be way different. Um, because <laughs> outside of the top four it's in the potential show. Florida team, uh, who the hell knows? Um, it sounds like everyone's all over the place. Um, so we don't know, but we'll we'll try to keep everybody updated. And again, those are just uh, rumor teams. Go ahead, Clint. Yeah. Well, I was just just praying like we don't record this, and then shit goes crazy tonight. Um, well, if it does, always. always- Always the risk that's with life. these things, but yeah. That's awesome, yeah. yeah. I mean, like stuff starts to happen. I'm uh, I think like amongst, I think amongst the top teams, we'll probably see later this week and early next week, and then after that, who fucking knows? Yeah, they be all all year. I think the top teams probably. Have, I mean, they're they're only sharing like seven or eight players, right? Like the only players mm-hmm. that are actually moving is just the same. They're just moving around the orgs. So it's like once they kind of start to sign and thing, like people will get put in their boxes. But the bottom eight teams, fucking good luck. Yeah, well, we should probably. Like, I'm just thinking of like next week's episode we're gonna record. Like maybe wait till a couple of things pop. Yeah, it even after that. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll, we'll see. see. Um, all right, final final segment. We just had some fan questions for you, Sam. Um, yeah. this first one is from a uh, Doug. Doug wants to know if you could run it back with any roster, but on a different game. What squad and what game? Any roster on a different game. Um, what is the, any I, of the, your rosters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I would probably take my Hunter T team in Modern Warfare because that was a possibility that we had going into the season. Um, we had like a wow. weird, yeah, there's like a Philly like buy-in thing. I don't know who owns that Philly spot. Uh, uh, it was NRG, I think, right? Something like that. I don't think it was NRG at the time, but um, there was okay. a world where our entire roster would have gotten bought out, but it didn't end up happening. Um, after after BO4, so I think that team of Modern Warfare just to see how it would have gone. That would have been lit. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Um, this next one is from Ar- Argus, and I imagine he's oh, a God. viewer of yours. After yes, watching your only up gameplay, how lucky do you think you got getting into Pro Cod? Have you beat it yet, Sam? No, no, I have not. Um, it's only down for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not. I mean, never really good. known for your movement. Just <laughs> no, straight. No, I'm not. Um, how lucky do I think I got into Pro Cod? Pretty lucky. I mean, there's a luck aspect to it. I'm not going to seriously answer this question because no, you don't have to. You don't have to. I just <laughs> had to throw it in. There. I think there was a couple of these. I think from your, it's okay. your the stream. majority of them are probably my viewers. It's fun. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, okay, so then this last one is from Ken. What's one roster you were on that you wish worked out but just didn't? Seattle and Cold War because we were unironically good at the end of the year. 
Was that we like, you, Gunless, Pristini, uh, and Nick? Last week. Nick. We were like we were eleven one on land at hardpoint. Like we were actually good when we got to land, but we were just so down bad online that it just didn't matter. I just I, that's just like another what if about my career. Like what would have happened? Because the only team to beat us on land for the last two events was Optic. So wait, that's the team that beat Phase, right? They're only yeah. They're, they're only finished not in the top three in three years. Is that squad yeah. right? Damn, Nikki D, Nikki D curse, Ready D. Um, I love right. Nikki D. D. He this. I was playing laugh, Apex bro. with him before I came here and did this. He's fucking comedy. I don't know what it is. He can say anything. I'm laughing, bro. I, I hope I he's know. back in the league, brother. Bring him back. I would love for Nick to be back. That would make me happy. Main AR um, classic. <laughs> You are now a content creator again, Sam, or a full-time. So where can the people find all of your content? Octane Sam on everything. On everything. I'm Octane. I'm Octane on Twitch. Octane on Twitch. Your Octane pond. Sam. Everywhere else. Yeah. Let's prime. Give them. Give them. Well, uh, hey, well uh, we, we appreciate it. Thank you, brother, yeah, for coming thank on. Thank you. I, I know, uh, well, the fact that we were like the first thing you came on, it's awesome. And uh, yeah, as soon as we heard you were retiring, we wanted to get you on just to chat, even though we just had you, because um, you are... Your career is special, dude. You were like I said. I think in my tweet to you, like this game doesn't have the highest gun skill uh, or like gun skill gap. It just never has. But like you look different, bro. You always have. Um, so congrats on an amazing career, and you're fucking hot, dude. Thank you, guys. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, well, you ever want to bullshit about cod? I'm I'm one text away. Oh yeah, Let's no. If we ever need to just, like kill an episode, like no one's wrong. I'm one hundred percent text me. Like, What's up, dude? Hey, you want to come hang out with uh, Joe and I? Do get a little horny? Might just be the Merc Maven and Octane podcast here soon. Oh, you no. never know. Hey, you never know. A little expansion. I'm keen. Uh, Fuck it. Uh, but that's it. Thank you guys. Let's take us uh, out of here. What you got? Yeah, what you got thank for you, us? Thank you for watching this. Nothing. Nothing crazy. I guess we're just looking forward to the next step. We have to figure out a guest and figure out what goes on with Roster Mania because that'll probably determine a lot. But like in the off season. The plans to kind of continue like we were, get guests on, dive into their career, chat bullshit about COD. Um, but for those of you watching, please give Sam some love, follow his socials. I don't know what I'm going to do tonight, Joe. I'm going to, I kind of want a cheeseburger. What are you guys doing for food? I want a cheeseburger. I'm getting tacos. Fuck it. I'm getting tacos too. I'm getting tacos. Sounds good. Okay. We're going to go make love to tacos with our mouths. Everyone have a great night. That's just the best outro that it could have been.